So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone for yet another episode of The Legion of Raw with the former WCW mm-hmm. World Heavyweight Champion, ladies and gentlemen. Former WWE head writer, he is Mr. Helium Flex himself. Here comes the hatchet. It Vince Russo, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's there's what's more. up, doctor? <laughs> doctor, I want you to know I more or less uh watch this show in real time and I try to take some really good notes yes. for tonight's show, bro. To give to give Raju his money's worth. Bro. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> 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 yes so we're gonna have some fun and we're gonna do the best that we can so without further ado let's jump right into seth rollins this is louisville kentucky uh shout out to my my guy uh danny uh doug, doug basham doug basham uh, uh rests in louisville and also uh um uh, mike bucci who put you over when i interviewed him uh couple of weeks ago man he's uh, and also the great al snow yes indeed yes indeed uh, ovw man uh, big ovw louisville is where ovw resides and uh they're they're making some big moves over in ovw man i'll yeah. show yeah doug basham and uh yeah man mike bucci's uh vice president of a fifth third bank in louisville oh very nice yeah man. Very nice. I, I love when wrestlers like have really really lucrative careers outside of pro wrestling man. yeah i'm with you yes all right so let's jump into uh let's just seth rollins cutting an in promo uh, baby facing it up this uh this segment was uh just a big old cluster mess man just a bunch of uh just who's who who's the baby face who's the heel so Seth Rollins is the baby face of all this, uh, seemingly. And so then we get, uh, 
lastly, let me give a let me give a positive note. Let me give you a couple of things before we get. Let's there. do it. Um, let me a couple of things. Um, bro, first of all, bro, there's an old saying. See, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say because I don't want to piss off Raju. There's an old saying like when you, when you're writing these shows, you gotta be very careful not to let talent stay in the ring with their hand on their you know what. Gotcha. You know, you would get that from them. What, what am I going to be standing there with my hand on my, you know what, okay, bro? So you're very careful. You never leave talent, like, out there, you know, with their hand on the you know what. They did something very weird to open the show, bro. They have the Rollins entrance, and then they have this long package where <laughs> Rollins is standing in the ring holding his you know what. Bro, play the package first. Yes. Play the package to the house first. Get them all excited, then hit Rollins' music rather than have the guy standing in the ring for five minutes, bro. That's you, you don't you don't let the talent the hand on the unit. Anyway, um, I I, I want to get this good point over, bro, because there ain't gonna be a lot of good points on this. Okay. And I put here Rollins is really getting good on the microphone. Bro, here's the difference between being good and being bad. When you watch Rollins now on the mic, he has confidence. He he is controlling the promo. He's not rushing through the promo. He's not memorizing lines. He's getting his character over. There's a good pacing to his promos. So I do want to say he has gotten very this is this is probably the best I've ever seen Rollins on the mic since I've watched Rollins and I, I've seen I watched him for a very long time so from there go ahead bro so last nice very nice man. I, I, I want to say that Lashley comes out yes uh that was that was great to hear uh I don't know if I can I don't know if I I'm with you on that. I, I guess maybe I need to look at it again, but it, it just didn't seem different to me. But oh, it, it yeah. didn't seem different, bro. But he, um, he's gotten good on the mic. Okay. I mean, he has. He he owns it. He's confident. He's staying in character. N not that I'm saying anything he said was good. That, that's <laughs> not what I'm. It, this was a typical wrestling 101 promo. So I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not putting some, the verbiage over. Do you think him being a baby face now helps yes. as opposed to trying to yes. heal it up and doing yes. the same type of song? And I, dance? Yes. Yes. And I that. believe so. 100%. Okay. I, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm open to listen to it a little bit more, uh, in, uh, um, uh, a little bit more, um, intent intently next week but uh i we'll see I, I nothing nothing from from what i got was different uh but i'll i'll look more next week so it was uh so this was interrupted by bobby lashley so bobby lashley is supposed to be the so he healed it up last week and then he comes out, not really a heel anymore. Ali comes out. People don't like Ali. I'm going to give you a quick Joey first. Yes. Yes. It's time for Joey. Here we go. Where are you at? Here we go, Joey. How about 
And and bro, I do want to point out first, you know, bro, every every week between WWE and AEW and all the excuses about the ratings, okay? I want to point out that last night against Sunday night football, Yellowstone did 12.1 million viewers on a paid service. Impressive. On a paid service against Sunday. Stop with the freaking excuses. The show is awful, bro. That's why nobody's watching it. Stop with the excuses. No, 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 everybody was watching Tombstone with Sunday Night Football on, on a paid service. Let me get back to Bobby Lashley. This was riveting. Yeah, let, bro, let me get back to Bobby Lashley. Bro, we, we have to, we got to really get back to the basics. Because, Chris, I want to point something out here. Lashley comes in, and the first thing he says when he comes into the ring is, I want my title back. And my question to that is, why? Like, what, what does that title represent? Bro, they've got to make that title represent money. Mm-hmm. And when I don't have that title, I am making less money. As champion, the purses are, are, are more. The endorsement deals, you know, the, 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 uh, the free dinners at five-star restaurants, whatever you're going to say, they've got to establish why the belts are important. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to do that is to make it clear that it's business and it's money. He's losing money not having that belt. Otherwise, bro, it's just wrestling. It's yeah. just silly. I want my belt back. Why, bro? What 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 does that belt do for you? You've got to explain that to me, bro. We, we we know in boxing, Chris, and we know in MMA, the champion is getting the you know the bigger part of the purse because he We've got to establish that in wrestling, bro. And it's not that difficult to do. Yep. Agreed. Uh, so shout out to Scott Smith, $2. Oh, yeah, my boy Scott. He's a brand member. What's up, Scott? And another $2. Scott is in uh, – Scott's from Australia, bro. Yes, indeed, my man. Land down Thank under. Very much, man. He said uh, WWE hasn't cared about ratings because all they care is about network money. Yes, yes indeed. We, we see that on episodes of Raw, how much they don't care about ratings uh, because they don't get them. Um, yeah, so, you know, here's, here's the thing with, with Lashley. I don't see character development here. No, Wanting a U.S. championship for no apparent reason it does not develop their character, does not put you over. You lost to Bobby Lashley who's a world title contender. So in the following weeks, you're like, I want the mid-card championship again, so I'm going to be really, really mad and beat everybody up because I want this U.S. championship. Why do you want the U.S. championship? You haven't explained that. You've just said, I just want it back. Because he lost it, right. He just wants it because he lost it. Because he lost it. Okay, well, you've been WWE champion before. Right. I mean, like, yeah, like you've lost that. Why don't you want that back? You know what I mean? Exactly. Make make it make sense. Exactly. Yes, Chris. Thank you. Yes. And I I think with Lashley, though, they, they need to do a better job with really developing his character. And now you've got Ali on the scene, who's 
just a pesky i mean he's being booked like a pesky gnat you know what i mean like it's just one of those things that i it has to be a rip now it has to be a rip man because this whole you know can you show me how to be fired you know there's there's going to be videos that there's going to be a video that sports kid is going to release soon about a conversation we've had about that but it just seems as if ali is now he went from Seth being a heel and him being a baby face to feud against him for the U.S. championship to now him trying to be a roadblock in between Lashley and Lashley was playing to the crowd and doing and eliciting cheers after he beat Ali who was getting booed but he was supposed to be the baby face Ali was look here's my thing when it comes to these characters here, you've got like, and and especially with Triple H, Triple H knows how important it is for a character to draw heat, and that helps the baby, and that brings both of them to a stage where they both can draw money. But if you're, if, if lastly, it's just we don't know who he is. Ali is, I don't know who he is. Who is that helping at the end? Bro, there are so many things here. Like, first of all, Lashley dumps Ali out once. That's yeah. not enough. He dumps Ali out again. That's going to be uh, a running gimmick, man. Then he says, come in here and get some. <laughs> he hits him with something, and the fans are chanting one more time, one yep. more time. Okay? Um, then he then he then he's over with the uh, hurt lot, whatever he calls that move. Okay? Bro, let me explain something to you. Here's the problem. And, bro, this is common sense we're talking about, Chris. There is no reason to like Ali. No reason whatsoever. And I'll tell you why, bro. Uh, bro, let, can we use a Rocky Balboa comparison again? Of course. Rocky's going up against Apollo Creed. Mm -hmm. And all Rocky's saying is, I just want to go the distance. He's the greatest in the world. He's Apollo Creed. I just want to go the distance. I just want to go the distance. Bro, the problem is you've got Ali, who's half the size of Lashley, coming out like a tough guy. Yeah. He's yeah. coming out like a tough guy, bro, and he's not a tough guy. I mean, if, if it were more sympathetic, bro, you can beat me and beat me and beat me, but I'm going to keep coming back. I ain't staying down, Bobby. I'm going to keep coming at you. But no, bro, he's coming out as a tough guy which is laughable, which is why these people want to see him get his can kicked. Yeah. yeah. And, bro, that, that, that either, either creative doesn't have a clue or they're doing it purposely. It, it, it's one of the two. And why should I like Ali? There's like, no what's, reason. What's the purpose of liking Ali? I don't know. He was in retribution, didn't work out. He teamed up with Mansoor and turned on him. Didn't work out. Like, like he's been incarnation after incarnation after incarnation of Ali. The the many faces of Ali. Forget Bray Wyatt. The many faces of Mustafa Ali. And all of a sudden, he's a baby face again because he wanted a shot at the U.S. Championship. I again. Bring some context to these characters, man. Why am I supposed to like Ali 
Is it because he doesn't like Seth Rollins? But the fans are cheering Seth Rollins, so that backfired. Now people are booing Ali. So it just it, to me, stuff like this, the reason why people don't get over, man. It, it just it just doesn't get over. If you're not locked into a character, you can wrestle as many catches, catch can, flippy flop, super kick matches in the world. Yep. But it's not going to get anybody over, man. Never. It's not. There's nothing, nothing to like about this guy. Nothing. I don't. I mean, give me something. Like that's that's. I'm like, give me something because even if someone he doesn't get any reaction, that's the worst reaction to yeah. get is no reaction, man. And it's like cheer, boo, see what the fans do with them. At least get some type of organic reaction. But when you're coming out and getting nothing. Or getting like light booze because people don't even really care about your name. That's something to really be, you know, concerned about for sure. Yep, I agree. Yep. Uh Joseph with the 499 super chat, bro. All the resources. Why doesn't WWE hire writers that are good at weekly TV? They need it badly. Yeah. I mean, well, they're hiring a bunch of comedians as uh, as writers nowadays, man. I just saw I saw one. I, I think she was in and out like uh yeah. in no time. Um there that happened to a couple of comedians actually. There was one recently, I think, that was hired this year, and she was a comedian and oh, th- th- think about think about sending these innocent, inexperienced yeah. Wide eyes comedians into that hellhole. Bro, th- think about that, man. Yeah, oh yeah. my, that, that that's why they come and go, bro. Everybody, every, every, I'm sorry, Chris, but everybody's protecting their spot. Yeah. So you're gonna come in, bro. They're not gonna listen to a word you're saying. You're gonna wind up getting them coffee, and then those comedians are gonna turn around and say, "I'm I'm better than this." And they're scapegoats, man. Absolutely. They're scapegoats because bro. they're they're gonna. I mean, none of them are gonna be listened to, just like you said. And then they're gonna be scapegoats to the bad ratings, and then, yep. just like you said before. You know, and just like I know a lot of people in in the pro wrestling industry, and a lot of them say the same thing: the WWE is your life once you get hired by WWE. There's no yeah. other life outside of WWE. I don't care what family you have, I don't care what wife and kids or husband and kids you have. There's nothing outside yeah. of WWE. Yeah. Now, there's people say, okay, well, Vince will give you, you know, if you down the dumps, Vince will help you on rehab. You know, he may give you an opportunity to, you know, go and take some uh, a show off or so for, you know, a loss or something like that. But birthdays, graduations, you you can take that, you know, to <laughs> you, you, you can say, no, that's not going to happen. Bro, I was just reading an interview today, a, a, a tidbit of an interview from former WWE referee Jack Doan. And uh, Jack was interviewed him last week. Yeah, Jack. Well, maybe it was your interview when he's talking him. about his uh, the producer friend of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said the he said he said Vince called the guy on Christmas, mm-hmm. and the guy said Vince, it's Christmas, nobody's working, and Vince said I'm working. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's it. I, I mean, that's the life, bro. That's that's the life you choose, yep. man. Yep. Yes, indeed, absolutely. Um, next, we get. Uh, Mia Yim defeating Tamina. 
Well, no, before that, bro. Hold on for a what second. What happened before well, that? Don't jump uh... ahead there, Charlie. We got Meechin. Meechin. That's Meechin. Oh, Meechin. yeah. Meechin. Her talking to the to the club. She's being the re-illusion or Rhea, whatever they call her. That, you know, I, I I just didn't care about those backstage, you know. Bro, can I ask you a question? Please do. As much as I love uh, Black Sabbath and Paranoid is a great album, why are they using a song from the 60s, bro, for the Survivor? Like, really, bro? That's Triple H, man. I, I know it is Triple H, but that, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's not about Triple H. It's about the freaking audience, bro. It's not about you and what you – you're going to bring Ozzy in to be a special guest referee, bro? It's not about him. It's about the audience, bro. So yeah. you're playing a song that you like from the late 60s, bro, and we're in 2022. Come on. He's trying to bring the, uh, oh, God, the very bro. dark, sinister yeah, right. element to yeah, with, the, with, the sky sister, with the Sky Sisters in war games, bro. Gonna, uh, yeah, that's very dark keep, and sinister. We're going to compare that to Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> biting the head off a of bat. Bats, bro. yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, same thing, bro. Same thing. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, so yeah, let's get back to me and Yim and Tamita. Uh, no reaction, no reaction to this. And he, he, bro, here's another thing that's such wrestling BS, bro. I, I can't stand, you know, guys, I watched Yellowstone last night and I watched the brilliant acting and I watched, this was the series premiere, uh, Chris, on what they're laying out the storyline. So, you know, that takes a little, but bro, they're laying out several storylines. This is going to be the season. So, I'm coming off watching this great show. And what do I get here, bro? The typical Rhea Ripley wrestling BS. She doesn't get in the ring. No, not now, not now. On my time, on my... This girl attacked you last week. Yeah. You're supposed to be the toughest female in the entire you know, federation. You were attacked. You were blindsided. Yeah. Now she's inviting you in the ring and you're saying, no, 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 on my... Bro, they got to stop with this wrestling BS, bro. It is horrible. It is horrible. Bro, wouldn't it have been better for... Wouldn't it have better been better for Rhea Ripley to get heat on Mia Yim and then because of that, they get in the war games? Because that happened, bro, they get in. But yeah. no, no, I'm going to do... Bro, that's how they kill talent, bro. That's how they China and and you know Rhea Ripley is very much a China wannabe. Would not have done that, even if it were a guy. Mm. She would not have backed away like that. That's how she you can kill she talent. can body slam Luke Gallows right back away from. It. That's how you kill talent, bro. Because the average guy is sitting home saying, "Well, I guess you're not as tough as you say you are." Mm. Yeah, it's like they don't know when to play the chicken crab heel from, you know, yes. what I mean, like yes. they don't know when to play the chicken crab heel compared yes. to like the really uh, man, what a valiant, you know, feats that she slammed the guy. But but this week she's going to play a chicken crab heel. You know, what I mean, like it just where's the consistency at? Are you playing the, you know, the, the, the sly type of, you know, heel that just kind of. 
you know, uh, steps, you know, steps around things all the time and get that type of reaction? Or are you playing the the monster heel? You know, right. like what? Which one are you playing here? You know, you can't just go in and out every time. So, yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, so Damage Control uh, offers Mia Yim a spot uh, at SummerSlam, and uh, yeah, I mean, like, did you were you were you convinced that this was going to be a thing? Oh, Joey! Oh, Joey, you're 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 flying through this. Time out! Time out! Bro, you're flying through this, and I got good news. Yes, I am flying through this. What about the riveting shoosh bra, shoosh bra, shoosh bra? What about that? Bro, what is is wrong with this company, bro? What is wrong with this company? Yeah. I just. I now now we now we can now we can go on to the recruitment. I looked at that and I said, "Oh, yeah, shoosh bra, shoosh bra, shoosh bra, shoosh bra." Okay, riveting. Yeah. So that was after. So that was after Mia Yim being offered. Uh, It was Chad Gable and Riddle was after that. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was after uh, the, the backstage segment. And so it was oh, okay. Yeah, that was before the Yemen Tamina match, though. Uh, that was after Gable and Riddle was after. Yemen. No, no, the the uh, Mia Yim. Yes, Mia Yim being Mitchell. offered a spot was after yeah. the match. Which oh, okay, I got. You. I'm a little confused. Okay, and so then you have uh, the Gable and Riddle, and Elias is out on assignment or something like that, and then. It's like, you know what I thought about this, Vince? I said, what's the payoff of this feud with the gate with Alpha Academy and Riddle and Elias, I guess? You're having so many variations, again, of these two tag teams against each other. And so what is this leading to? What's the payoff? Who gets over after all this? Because at the end of the day, all these wins that the Alpha Academy are racking up, they're going to lose tag matches down the line anyways. That's what they are doing. That's that's basically what their slot is. And, and bro, there's a couple of other things here. And, bro, it, it's such lazy, horrible booking, man. I, I am sorry because, first of all, okay, bro, so we've got Riddle out there by himself, and we're going to allow Otis to stay ringside, bro. I bro, I saw a match today from the Attitude Era. A match from the Attitude Era, bro, where it was Savio Vega against Owen Hart. So the Bariquas are are ringside, the Bariquas, right? So, bro, one of the Bariquas gets involved in the match. Jack Doan comes from the back. A second referee comes from the back to get the get the Bariquas out from ringside. After they tried to interfere in the match, bro, how th- that was that was 23 years ago, whatever it was. Don comes from the back, a second yeah. ref, and yeah. says, Get out. Yeah, so bro, here we've got a couple of problems. So o- Otis is allowed to stay there, okay, which which he shouldn't be. Then, bro, what is every what every single professional sports 
team? What what is implemented in professional sports? The freaking instant replay, bro. The replay. So here he gets cheated because his leg gets held, whatever, whatever the finish is. Rather than Riddle go to the referee, hey, bro, you missed this, blah, 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 blah. The referee go to the headsets. Do they do they not know there are in replays in every other sport? Do they not know this, bro? At, at least do the gimmick, bro. At least do the gimmick where they play the replay on the big screen yeah. and the ref sees it. And the ref calls the ring announcer over, restart the match. You can't have these people interfering in every single match, bro. Yeah. Especially when they're like they're really outplaying the stupid ref gimmick, right? Like the, the, the you know the dunce ref, you know <sighs> the the obliterate you know oblivious ref gimmick. I mean, it just like that's getting really old. They're doing it every week. Well, oh, I don't know. And all of a sudden, you got the heels that are there somehow, like Otis, like Judgment Day every week. You get the dumb ref gimmick, and then that leads the heels to you know one up the baby faces. This happens every single week with every them. week, bro. Every freaking week, man. Indeed. And uh, we get a poker gimmick with Baron Corbin and Tozawa. They're supposed to be pushing this guy as the, the modern day wrestling god, and has even got to the point of like even JBLs lowered himself by putting himself in a poker gimmick with a 24-7 chaser. Well, not only that, bro. What What's the first thing? What's the first thing JBL says, bro? Oh, oh we're, we're in Kentucky. Uh, maybe I should marry my cousin. Yes. Like, like, real, like, real, like, <laughs> do you guys watch TV? Do you guys, like, watch any other television shows, bro? Do you know how stupid this is a third grade level, bro? We're, oh, we're in Kentucky. Everybody marries their cousins. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, stop it, bro. And bro, I swear to God. So now they're stupid. Like we don't, bro. Everybody and and their aunt Tilly knows that Tazawa is a ringer. Why, why do we know, bro? He right. takes out the he takes out the sunglasses and puts them on so they can read his but but not JBL and Corbin. Right. They, have you ever played before? Oh no, do you know what poker? No, they, they get sucked right in. And I'm I'm just sitting here, bro, and I'm saying to myself, bro, this is how they're gonna make a match. Yep, I was <laughs> thinking the same thing. Yep. Right, Chris. This is the this yep. is the angle. This is the this is the match. <laughs> yep. And I was thinking in my head, not only like they're they're trying, they wanting to push Corbin to some type of big heel level. He was gone for a while. He comes on Raw. He's getting introduced, and basically the red carpet laid out for him from JBL, a Hall of Famer. And just weeks later, we talk about that all the time. Consistency. Yep. Yep. You're it goes from uh you're trying to do something and it just it just flatlines. Within weeks, you got him from being this modern day wrestling god to playing a poker game with Tozawa, who is just a 24-7 X chasing enhancement talent. And not only that, Vince. You play from behind on the match as a heel, 
and you're double the size of him. How in the world is this making you over when you're playing from behind the set, the, this whole match? And then that that comes from you, you and JBL looking like idiots because you got duped by Akira, Akira Tozawa. Right. Please, and, and, and everybody else me, knew, like everybody, yeah, everybody, else, everybody, everybody else knew. Everybody else knew, but these two blithering idiots, bro. And you're yeah. and you're gonna insult the people from Louisville with that they're marrying their cousins, right? And- their cousins. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the cousin marrying Kentuckians, which I'm not saying that from Kentucky. Right. You're my neighbor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Ohio, but according to JBL. Cousin Mary Kentuckians. So they're just totally oblivious and they don't have good scotch. But they do know that this person (laughs) coming in is going to beat you. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it's it's this is like such third grade level, like this whole this whole entire show, bro. Horrible, just horrible. I mean, just uh, third grade level. I, I agree with that. Uh, then we get uh, the Miz TV segment with Byron Saxon interviewing the Miz, getting interrupted by Johnny Gargano. And so this is going – see, this is the weird thing that I saw about this. Okay, I was like, okay, so I know that this is going to lead to some type of match. So they're going to do it in two weeks, not even SummerSlam, I guess two weeks on Raw. And then just like everybody else, every every other week, He's underneath the ring. He's on, he's in, you know, disguise. It's the same thing over and over again. But this is the, this is what I thought about at the end. Last week and the weeks before that, he's been chased by security because he's not a contracted wrestler. Where was the security at? Well, bro, not only that, Chris, because I got the same notes you've got. So, (laughs) so last week, Security chased him yes. out this week after the segment. He walked up the ramp. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a backstage. Yeah, wait, wait, what did, did we miss yeah. an episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this this is so this no, nobody nobody thinks anything yeah. through, bro. This didn't make nobody any thinks anything through. Yeah. I said SummerSlam, I meant Survivor Series. But yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was thinking the same thing. And then when he was walking up the ramp, just like you said, I was thinking like, okay, is he going to run? Like, is security going to mob him? <laughs> he just walks <laughs> methodically right up the ramp. And I'm like, so I guess Louisville is short on security today. I mean, I guess last week, where were they at last week? They were in... Uh, uh, where are they at last week? Wilkes Bear, remember, remember that? Wilkes- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were in Wilkes Bear, Pennsylvania. They're very heavy on security over there. Yeah, but yeah. Louisville, though, very not loose. Not so. Yeah, not so. Yeah. I guess. I guess it was COVID. I guess COVID got caused. The- or, or the cousins were marrying each other. I was the- thinking that too. And, maybe and there the- are some weddings going on. Dirty God was yeah. born with not a full brain. Maybe there something. You go. There you go. Or maybe there are some weddings that night. The security had to do weddings for the cousin marrying. Brutal, bro. They just they just don't care. They don't care, bro. Because the people watching this show are gonna watch it regardless of what they do, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just 
Where's the consistency out again, uh, man? I, and I then, just, bro, we go from that. We go from that. Okay, we we just made a match off of a poker game. Mm-hmm. So we go from that to uh, ca- uh, this Kathy Kelly, who's a very attractive girl, by the way, is uh, interviewing uh, Benjamin there. Yeah. Dominic busts up. Ah, we got the next match, and yeah. bro, like, th- 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 bro, they don't even wait. Like we make the match right there and then they come out for the match. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was thinking like, okay, I'm a a big fan of consistency. So with this logic, I'm very logical. All right. So with this logic, why can't anyone just go up to Roman Reigns? Anybody like I want a match right now. Yeah. Like for the for the championship. Yeah. Like, why can't any like why do they have these open challenge matches when theoretically anybody can go up to anybody and just get a match in this on the spot? I mean, and, like, yeah, and, and bro, literally on the spot. It's not yeah. okay, we gotta wait till after these two right. matches. It's right now, though, right now. Let's go out there. Who, who, right now. Whoever is scheduled, screw them. Yeah. Let's go out there, right? It's <laughs> unbelievable, bro. The lack of thought that yeah. just goes into this show bro doesn't it doesn't make sense because again this is this right here ladies and gentlemen is how it's is the current WWE's version of building stories of story arcs like there's no angles like what angle like so judgment day has an angle with the OC but how much do we care if it's the same thing over and over in variations? And somehow this led this led to okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna get this you know settled by a singles match with me <laughs> with me and Finn Balor. It's like we see all these four person. You brought in Mia Yim to be like the 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 person who gets Rhea. She's going to be in a different SummerSlam match with, you know, the whole Bianca and damage control angle. And somehow the OC and Priest and uh, Dominic, they're out. And somehow this leads to AJ and Finn as some type of, some type of culmination. But Finn loses <laughs> the match uh, on the event. Again, Vince. Who's getting over here, man? Why would you book this knowing that you're trying to make Finn Balor and AJ a marketable match? And, bro, they do the same thing all over again. Shelton Benjamin's out there by himself, just like Riddle was out there by himself, and here comes three of them to the ring. Same thing. Like over and over and over again, bro. And they're playing the stupid ref gimmick again, the the oblivious ref gimmick every single week. I think y'all need to pay attention to that escalation. Every single week, pay attention to the oblivious ref gimmick and watch every week. There's going to be this oblivious ref like, oh, I don't know. And then Rhea Ripley's going to do a low blow or Otis or Tad Gable's going to do it. It's every week, man. And it's just just like you said with the instant replay. It's like at least there's something. Okay, well, if the ref missed it, there's an instant replay. Yep. But they don't do the instant replay. They just oh. do some type of oblivious ref. And, and, no, and, and no ref loses their job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
They're just bro, oblivious. I, I, don't, I don't think people realize this. I really don't think so, bro, because, you know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, Chris, there are a lot of people that are sports fans, but may not be into sports the way. I don't think people understand this, bro. After professional games, NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, after the game, uh, Chris, if there was a questionable call or a missed call, bro, they meet after the game. Mm. They look at footage for the call that they missed because if they missed the call, bro, the, the you know the commissioner's office, you know, is on the phone with the the head umpire. They're looking at footage, bro, after every game, bro, to see where they miss something. Do they seriously, bro? Is there anybody in this company that are sports fans? Like anybody that really knows how this stuff works? No, no. And how bad does that look for WWE if they keep hiring oblivious refs? Like, how does how bad does that look? Like, if if you had you know how much I'm a college football fan, if you had oblivious refs that missed pi calls that miss holes that miss like uh, you know illegal shifts like if you have the a ref that's there and it's just missing all these calls they're not there the next week bro they're not going they're to be there, there because every single play is pivotal to the game yes and you have oh man okay well wait a minute there's a hold Hello, ref. You know the the coaches are just like the coach on the other team is just you know enraged now because you missed a hold, you missed a pass interference, you missed a defensive you know a hold, and it's bro, like there, there was a game that the game on tonight, bro. Just for, for instance, the game on tonight, the yeah. the Eagles and the and the uh, Commanders. Commanders. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a pass play, the and the Eagles were coming from behind, bro. They were like less than a touchdown down, right? So, bro, they uh, the the they complete the pass. The Eagles are driving. Okay, bro. They tackle the receiver. The receiver fumbles, mm. and Washington gets the ball back at a very pivotal time. Chris, when they played the replay back, the Washington defender ripped the guy down by the face mask. Mm. And they missed the call. Now, when they go back and look at the replay, they they missed the call. Do you not think there's going to be hell to pay well, on sure. that referee after the for game? Sure. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. That referee, he's going to hear from the, the, the head referee. He may sit the next couple of weeks. Mm. Bro, that guy's going to know he made a crucial mistake in a oh, game. Yeah. Here, bro, it happens it happens a minimum of three times every week. Yep. Yep. Again, y'all pay attention next week. Oblivious uh, ref gimmick. We'll, we'll highlight it. Or if somehow we didn't pay attention or we or we'll see it. But if for, for some re reason, we don't highlight it next week as Canadian, let us know what oblivious ref gimmick that would happen next week. Uh, next week gets Austin Theory cutting a backstage interview gets interrupted by Dolph Ziggler. Another way to make it. Here we go. We just made Benjamin and Dominic this way. We just – that's how they make another match now, yep. bro. Yep. Bro, look at how these matches are being made. Yep. A poker game, two guys walking up to each other. Yeah. This is how. This is how we're making these matches. Horrible. 
just I mean, just this horrible. And why? And is 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 Dolph back in catering or something? He just looks out and sees like the interview uh, area. And it's like, huh. Here's my opportunity. Since we're not following the script or anything, here's my opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I just have I just happen to have my wrestling gear on. Yeah, bro. I just always um, go prepared. Know, yeah, oh just, my god, bro! Just a lack, nice uh, deli sandwich from catering. Just you know, the lack of any, any, any thought, man. Yeah, yeah. Anybody from anybody from catering can just come back and be like, huh? Let's get an interview. It's been a while since I've been on television. Let me just walk over there and just, you know, kind of throw yeah. myself into a match with them. Because otherwise, I'm like, why does why does Dolph Ziggler care about Austin Theory losing his his uh, briefcase, failed cash? And why did, why does Dolph Ziggler care about that? Yeah. What what angle can you get? Can you drum up that uh, that you know Dolph Ziggler cares about Theory losing his his uh, uh, briefcase? And then he's going to lose Dolph Ziggler. You know he's going to lose. You know this was like for the point of somehow reviving Austin Theory. But then it's like he's beating people that have been totally useless. Yep. How is that getting like Vince? He lost a cash in at a U.S. Championship match. He cuts a promo. That somehow is going to make him look strong and is going to revive him, and then you have someone who's been jobbing everybody and their mom, and somehow there's yeah that's going to do it. That that's that's the that's what's going to revive theory to get him back. And, and know, meanwhile, bro, to add insult to injury, when we saw what theory did to Dolph, and then theory comes out at the end, I've got one simple question. Why wasn't this his character from the start? We had to go through the moron in yeah. Vince's office, the moron taking selfies. We had to go through this absolute cartoon character joke yeah. where, where the guy meant, at, why wasn't this the character from the start? Yeah. This is who the character should have been, bro. Not sitting in Vince's office being abused. And this is what the character should have been. And that's the reason why it's kind of damaged goods. You know, you and I came up with a, an interesting concept of how to revive theory. So, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that video. <clears throat> but it's one of those things that, why did you have to lose your case? Why did first of all, why did you have to get a case? And why did you have to lose the case in order for this to be your character? And now you have the fans to say that was stupid. Like, you know, you, you don't want to have that type of backlash and you have every city saying that was stupid. That's not the heat that right. you want. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's like, why would you damage a character to try to revive a character? And like at the end, it's like at the end of the day, why would you get to the point where you, like you said, you damage his character for so long and then now you try to revive it. It's going to take a while. It's yeah. going to take a while. And you sitting there at the end, you know, holding up the, the, the title is again, it's still a mid card championship. And do you really think that Theory is going to beat Seth Rollins? No, or do you think 
Triple H is using him as fodder. Bro, they're going to build him up till he has a match with Seth or whoever. As soon as he does the job, he's going to be, he's going to fall yeah. right back into where he was. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen, bro. I, yeah. That's, and how is that going to help his character, man? I just, now they're looking for heels to basically go against Seth Rollins. That, yeah. That's, that's what it seems like right now, man. Yeah. Like somehow Lashley, they don't know what to do with him. Ali's just, you know, a, a cog in a wheel at this point. You know, he's just a gnat, basically, but what they're making him. So now they need a, a big heel, you know what I mean? And the big heel is all of a sudden this revived Austin Theory. And they're just gonna they're just gonna bear him again, unfortunately. Yeah. Next we have uh, EO Sky defeating Dana Brooke. And, and who's out there, bro? Another three on one, yep. another every freaking match, bro. Yeah. One baby face, three heels. Every yeah. match, yep, yep. And oblivious ref gimmick. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so somehow Dana Brooks mad at hey, bro. You know, you know what the funny thing is about this? Here's the funny thing about this the Sky Sisters really didn't get involved in this. Dana Brooke ain't going anywhere. So uh, I only I, I only Sky won the match pretty much clean, right? Yeah, yeah. Bro, if that's the case, then why isn't why this the match where the ref sends the two to the back? Right. They didn't use them anyway. Yeah. So this should have been the match. Send them to the back because I only Sky can beat Dana Brooke one on one. And why does so the gimmick? Uh, so the interview from Brooke was, I bust my butt to everything I got here. Okay. So she's mad at Nikki Cross throwing the belt in the trash. Why didn't she go against Nikki Cross? That I, that was weird to me. Like, okay, I'm mad at Nikki Cross. Therefore, I'm going to go against EO Sky. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why they would do something like that, <clears throat> for one. And for two... What in the world are they doing with Dana Brooke, man? Nothing. I mean, what's is she gonna what what's what is what are they doing with with Dana Brooke? Is she GL, just gonna GL, be GLH? GLH. Good, good little hand. I mean, little <laughs> little hand. Good little hand, bro. Good little hand. Come on, man. <laughs> man, she is going to be like the the residents. She ain't, she's not even being booked as a good little hand, man. It's what happened to the bounties, man. We put her over here, man. There was some momentum there, but now she's just uh, she's a jobber. It's hard, it's tough to say that, man. It's, it's you know, I hate saying that about a, a wrestler say, who's say really good little hand. I don't even think she's a good little hand. <laughs> That's the, I don't even think it's that. Like this is like embarrassment. I'm gonna call her a good. I'm gonna give a good little hand status. Well, good for you, man. I, I don't. I don't even see that. Rolling with the nine 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 super chat, bro. Piggybacking off of Vince's comments, Street Profits, Usos, Bianca, Damage Control, AJ Styles, Theory, Sasha, and more use rap songs for theme music. That archaic Survivor Series theme song ruined the pay-per-view promo. Very, very good point there. Yeah. Uh, next we have uh, Akira Tozawa. So wins the poker game backstage, leads uh, to, and then 
<laughs> it doesn't even go to the match. It goes to Ziggler and Theory. Theory loses by disqualification. And then, boy, first of all, bro, the match goes on forever. But point that out, please. The with a hell of a game on Monday Night Football. Yeah, a great game, bro. You know, the Eagles lost their first game at home, yeah. uh, and this this match went went on forever. And bro, here's let's talk about the refs again. Explain this one to me, Chris. So, uh, this match goes on forever. They got their this is awesome chance, so I'm sure they were happy. Theory snaps. Yep. Okay. Bro, Theory's outside getting heat on Ziggler. Where's the 10 count? Oh, yeah, I thought about why, that. Too, why yeah. weren't both wrestlers counted out? But the but yeah. but the announcers say that the referee threw the match out. Yeah. No, bro. He should have been counting the 10 count, trying to get them back in the ring. Yeah. I I don't understand it, man. <clears throat> it's this is also end up being a no contest. Is that is that what they end up? Uh, yeah, he said the referee threw the match out. Threw the match out. <clears throat> so why don't so why don't I just you know if I'm if I'm a mad heel, why don't I just always just beat somebody up outside yeah. and you know. The, get the heat doing there by having a no contest. It it wouldn't be a loss on the column if I just yeah. It'll just be a no contest. Yeah, there no be contest. No yeah. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever, bro. He any gets the heat. He gets the heat by beating up Ziggler, and uh, you know when I saw this, I was like, oh, so they're going to do uh, this revival of theory after yeah, no more, no more, no more selfies, no more bro. Selfies, are over. Yeah, yep. no more selfies. But even with this, though, what is his gimmick, though? A mad former selfie user? He's like, not a what, kid. What's... He's, He's not, not a kid. kid. He's not a kid. That's the, that's the gimmick. He's okay. a man. He's a man. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable, bro. This, this stuff is, is so unbelievable to me, man. The this, gimmick of Austin uh, theories, I'm not a kid anymore. I swear, I lose brain cells watching this show, man. <laughs> I really do, man. It's uh, it's very difficult to follow. It, it is very difficult to follow. That's the re- that's one of the reasons why people are leaving. You know, the product as far as watching it every week, it's because it's three hours and it's inconsistent. It's very spotty. It's not a three-hour movie that we're following a narrative that leads to a you know an apex or a crescendo and chris if you know anything about it what solves that problem is a you start writing the show with a beginning a middle and an end that is that is your that is your main theme you weave it together throughout the show that is the backbone of the show it's that simple, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. A- every single television show is written that way. There's yeah. a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. Every show you watch is written that way. Especially if it's supposed to be billed as episodic television. Right. When you bro, when, when you don't know that simple conflict, I, I mean that that concept. simple concept. Yeah. This is what you get, bro. Yeah, just a spotty cluster mess of a television program. Yeah. Three-hour cluster mess of a program 
that's super spotty all over the place, inconsistent, yep. and it, just, it, it there's no arc. You know, I mean, there's no main arc here. Like even in the Attitude Era, the main arc was Austin McMahon, yep. and so there were supporting, you know, segments that built up at the end of the day, Austin McMahon. That was the thing. Yeah. What is the thing now here? I was just watching just today, bro, because I do my Attitude Era show on every other Monday. I just watched the episode today, and here was the episode. The very start of the show, the Royal Rumble is two weeks away. Mm. This is the opening of the show. Austin pulls in in his truck. A cameraman catches him. Austin's walking into the building. Austin's saying, I know the Royal Rumble is in two weeks. I've got a bullseye on my back. I'll tell you what, I'm going to get to every one of those SOBs before they get to me. And what's the entire show? Austin is coming out of nowhere and stunning everybody. How hard is that to understand, bro? (laughs) That's it. That's the show. Simple as that. Simple as that, man. That's the arc. That's what the show's built on. And that's the running theme throughout the show. Yep. And everything else is just layering that big arc. Yep. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. And then, and then, bro, on top of that, he's not just stunning. He's not just stunning good little hands. Yeah. Bro, he's stunning like Ken Shamrock. So, <laughs> and then Ken Shamrock comes back like th- there are going to be consequences yeah. to this. Yep, yep. Nah, bro, why, why are we going to do that when, when Tazau is all in, bro? Yeah, with the shades on. <laughs> so he loses the Baron Corbin. Again, Corbin's playing from behind as a heel that's twice as big as he is from the whole time. He barely wins. It wasn't even a 50-50 match. It was more like 70-30. Coming from behind like a baby face does and barely beats someone who's half his size. How is this putting Baron Corbin over, Vince? It's not putting him over at all. At all, bro. This, uh, I mean, this is this is the storyline is built from a poker game, him losing the poker game, him right. being humiliated, and then him barely winning. He yeah. should have went out there and absolutely obliterated Tozawa by making him feel inferior. But no, he comes from behind the whole time. And somehow that's supposed to make him look like a big monster. That's not going to do it. Now, bro, think about the logic of this next one. So earlier in the show, we saw, uh, what's her name? El El Chin. What's the name? El Chin. No, Meechin. Meechin. We saw Meechin telling Rhea, telling Rhea, come in, come in, come in. Rhea steps on the ring apron. No, 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 no. Yeah. 15 minutes later, Rhea goes up to damage control. Well, if if Yia Mim is on their team, I want to be on oh, your team. Bro, you just had her in the ring like 10 minutes ago <laughs> and you walked away. But now, uh, if she's on the other, like, bro, nobody thinks this stuff through. That sounds very nobody. cowardly. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible, bro. It is terrible. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Seth Rollins defeating Finn Balor. Rollins attacked by Austin Theory at the end, Vince. That uh, closes the show. And this show was long. This match was long, too, man. Very, 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 very long. Yes, indeed. So, cliffhanger. You know, I'm I'm about cliffhanger. So, 
if I haven't watched, uh, if I've watched WWE over the past couple of weeks and I haven't watched in a while, somehow I'm supposed to get really excited that this guy who lost the match last week had this case. He, he gets mad. He beats up Rollins and he holds the belt up. And that's going to cause me to want to come back next week. Vince. Well, you see, and that's the thing, Chris. Okay. He was kind of embarrassed. He had to give this whole explanation of why he put the case up for the U.S. title. He gets embarrassed. Ziggler's calling him a kid, this, that, and the other thing. Chris, why not at least do this? You want to talk about a cliffhanger? So, bro, what do we got at the end? We got the beauty shot. We got the wrestling. He's going to stand over Seth and hold up the belt. That's the shot. Bro, at least why doesn't he leave with the belt? Mm. At least leave with the belt. You were embarrassed last week. Take your belt back and leave with it. Now, yeah. now you've got something for the following, but no, I'm gonna raise this belt above him, and then I'm just gonna, gonna drop, drop it right back next to him. <laughs> Bro, this is so this this I I know I sound so negative, bro, but this is this is so this is so childish, bro. Like the the, the entire presentation. Uh, this is all on the Triple H's watch, though, man. At this point, we are six months, five months in. Are we really? Five months in. June of this year is when he took over. We're five months in. We're almost a half year in. And this is what we have, man. There were, we People were thinking that Triple H was going to revolutionize WWE and just take it to... A different heights. What have we? What, happened, we at to the, what happened to the to the girl with the wings? Candice LeRae. Yeah, wish wait, 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 she not is she off the show now? Uh, definitely appears so. I don't I don't know about any injury or anything like that. I don't know, man. It's just <laughs> and Triple H is just bringing back people who he you know wants to bring back and. You know, he's basically we're, we're basically seeing NXT right before our very eyes on Monday nights and USA U, USA is there is basically carte blanche with, you know, WWE. They can do whatever they want to do. Fox is a whole different baby. That's the reason why the All-Stars are on SmackDown, because there's no carte blanche. This is their first deal with Fox. They don't have that carte blanche mentality. With USA, carte blanche. Now, did Raw, did, did Raw lose almost? No. no. Where's, where's almost? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? He's a good little hand. He's a he's a he's a GLA. He's in the GLA school because oh, we haven't seen him in three weeks. Well, he was on uh, you know the pay per view. Uh, I think yeah, we haven't seen him since that pay per view. We haven't seen him at all. Yeah. No, we haven't seen him at all. He lost against the Braun Strowman. Yeah, and um, I, Vince didn't I tell you? I said that he's going to lose against the Giant and go back and retreat back, and we'll see him again. Before he puts another big guy over, I said that, and that's what he did. That's what he did, ladies and gentlemen. 
You know, bro, I got to tell you something, and, and all you people watching this on Sports Kita, you got to, I, I want to make one thing perfectly clear to you. Okay. Chris and I are not being Monday morning quarterbacks. Th- this is basic fundamental stuff, bro. Yeah. We, we, bro, being, being, he, here's the thing, Chris, being Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacks, we would be critiquing angles. Just like when you're a Monday morning quarterback, you critique plays and you critique calls. And should they have done that or should they have done this? Bro, there's nothing to critique. We we can't critique storylines when there aren't any, bro. We are talking about here basic fundamentals. Guys making matches on the spot. Guys making a match because you slapped my bongo. Guys making a match because I lost the poker game. We're talking about ridiculousness, bro. We're not critiquing. There's nothing to critique, Chris. Nothing. Especially when most of the matches of a three-hour episodic television is made on the spot backstage. There's nothing. There is not one story on this show to critique. Nope. It's not. It's... No oh, man, it's 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 sad. It's it's really gotten sad. And again, man, Triple H was supposed to be the knight in shining armor. Man, this is supposed to be the greatest wrestling company in the world. Yeah, this right here, bro. Yeah, and it and it. I just you you watch this, Chris, and and let's let's think of the people that worked for this company. Yeah, you know, Savage and and Jake and Piper and Hulk and just think of Kurt Henning, Big Boss Man, Tootsman, bro. Think of the people that worked for this company, bro. Toots, <laughs> Toots, Toots. Yep. Think of the people that worked in this company and what what we're watching here on Monday night. Toots, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry, Tooth. You, you know, your blood, sweat, and tears to, you know, co-promote this company to make it into the heights that it became to work with Vincent J. McMahon to make this a big, big, amazing promotion, cutting all the territories of the of the uh the 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 uh west the the the, the east the northeast territories making it a, a a phenomenon a regional phenomenon with baby faces with heels with good guys with bad guys with villains drawing out capacity crowds as Vince McMahon would say and now we're getting people who are just coming to a show not even enjoying it you're paying money to have a dead show last week in will sparrow barry this week in louisville you're having people come and having flat responses because they just don't care about what they see so for that toots our apologies to you man our apologies to you 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 put so much work into this and this is what we see right now, man. You got any, got any final words for Toots? You got any final words for Toots? I, 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 I miss you, Toots. I, yeah. I miss you. I miss what you represent. 
I miss what you built. Uh, I miss it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I agree. <laughs> oh. We miss you, Chips. Scorpion, 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 man. What, 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 what are we doing here, Scorpion? What are we doing? Back in 1990, when I was over against Sting, it was riveting television. I would appear on the television screen every week and give clues about the gym we used to work out in California. You know me, Sting. We were friends. That was riveting television. But now, it's just a big, total fart. I'm sorry, Toots. The Black Scorpion will do everything that he can. No, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going <laughs> to a very solemn, a very solemn. Man, you're making the box. I don't want to sound like I swear to God, bro. I listen. I am 61 years old. This isn't a back in my day speech, and I'll tell you why. Okay, bro, bro. I watched just as much baseball in the 70s as I do today. So I can look back in the 70s and I could tell you, Chris, we had we had Willie Mays, we had Hank Aaron, we had Lou Brock, we had Tom Seaver. I can tell you that, but then I can look at 2002 and say, bro, we got Shohan, we got Bryce Harper, you know, we've got great players today. I never, bro, I never once say with baseball, well, back then, we've got great players today. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. make a comparison. Yep. yep. Bro, where, where are the where are the Scott Halls? Mm. Where are the Roddy Pipers? Where are the Dusty Rhodeses? Where, where are these people? Yeah. Who 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 am I supposed to compare Scott Hall to on this roster? Damian Priest. Damian Priest. He's a, he's a okay, Hall, yeah. Bro, yeah. you bro, Brutus Beefcake. Who, who am I supposed to compare <laughs> Brutus Beefcake? <laughs> His hour, <laughs> come on, bro! Like it's, it's like, my God, the the quality of wrestler, bro. It's like, wh where are they? Where are they, bro? Because you know, you just you just said a bunch of characters that was over without even having to do a collar and elbow tie up. That's the thing, Vince. Brutus Beefcake was over because oh, he, he came this. out. He did this, bro. He's oh, over. Yeah, bro, the music was what cool. about adorable Adrian Adonis? That's right. The flower That's shop. Right. Who's, right. who's, who's, who's Adrian Adonis today? Who? Don't give me I'm an old man, bro, because I, I the athletes in baseball are just as great today, if not better, than in the 70s. Yes, I agree. Don't give me that baloney, bro. I'm a college football fan, man. For every, you know, Arch Sleister and Hopalong Cassidy, I can give you uh, uh, Troy Smith. 
you know, and CJ Stroud now in 2022, right, right. who's Heisman hopeful, you know what I mean? Right. So it's, it's, I could give you, I can give you major players, you know what I mean? Right. Justin Fields, you know, from Ohio state is balling, you know, in Chicago the past few weeks, you know what I mean? So it's, there's still star quality, you know, from star quality. Now, that's it right yeah. there. Star quality, bro. Yep. Who are the stars on this show? I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, like I said, you know, before rock stars, who's who's headlining the show and who are the supporting acts? And right now it's just cover bands that are doing the same, the cover same bands, covers bro. every week. And we're like, bro, I don't oh, even you just did that last week. <laughs> bro, I don't even think they're up to the level of cover bands because I've seen <laughs> some good cover bands. Yeah. I don't even think that they're to that level. They're doing the same thing every week and expecting the same crowd to come. And after a while, like if we're, if I'm going to a, a you know, a, a show, you know, a local show, and I see this cover bands doing the same thing every single week. I'm like, I'm not going. Like, I'm good. I'm not going to go to see the same band doing the same. I don't even care if it was like one of my favorite bands. If they come to the same show every week and do the same thing with nothing different or new or no nuance to it, I'm not coming anymore because. Why am I coming knowing right. that I've went the past two or three weeks and it's been the same thing? I'm going to expect the same thing. I'm going to find something else to do. Yep. And I think with with the WWE, people are they're they're losing people in droves because they're doing the same thing over and over. There's no story arc. There's no riveting television. It's the same variation of. Uh, uh, Riddle and the uh, Alpha Academy. It's the same variation of Judgment Day and the OC. It's the same variation of the Sky Sisters and Bianca and, and, and Alexa and, and uh, Bliss and, and Asuka. It's the same thing. Like it, It's like the same thing and we're just picking it up and putting it in a different segment every week. It's the same thing. And it's like like I said before, in Attitude Era, there was an arc, and everything was around the arc. It was just layering the arc. But now, what's the story arc, man? What am I? What am I gluing myself to? What am I sinking myself, sinking my teeth in? Nothing, man. Nothing. You know, bro. It's funny because you know, it's like, I swear to God, bro. <laughs> I think Rocky was in 1976. Okay, bro, Sylvester Stallone has a brand new series on Paramount called Tulsa Kings. Mm -hmm. The reason why I bring that up, bro, is, bro, for 50 years, Sly keeps at least attempting to re reestablish and redevelop himself yeah. to, to play all these bro the guys the guys pushing 75 mm -hmm. and he's still reinventing mm -hmm. himself in these roles yep. uh, bro can, can you imagine bro you and I, for, for 50 years he's just rocky can you imagine? <laughs> right, right. never does rambo never does right. it he's just that that's it's Good exactly what you said bro that's what the, and you know what the funny thing is bro 
I'm interested in seeing the new Stallone show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I want to see, let, let's see if he can pull this off, you know? Yep. Yep. But like you said, with this, bro, it's the same thing every single week, bro. Yep. Yep. And then we get to WrestleMania and always oh, is Austin going to wrestle is the rock going to be in the main event like oh c- come on That's why bro. you got to keep bringing people pulling that's why you got to keep going back to the legends well to bring back people because no one here except for Reigns is established enough to hold you know the whole the, the the company you know what I mean to, to to really be a staple for the company you got to keep pulling back from legends who's you know 50 plus years old Goldberg and Taker for a while and Austin and all the rocks 50 now you got to pull from them to get money to sell tickets for Wrestlemania and that's not necessary if you've already built the talent now Every time you pull from that well and you have that crown jewel or that WrestleMania, it just goes to show how terrible they are with building characters now. Yeah, yeah. And then then when that passes, you go right back to the same old, same Same old, bro. Same thing. And then you want the heavy hitter matches and then you bring the legends back. The same thing over and over. One last super chat, my man, Rollin. Roman holding the top for two years is a sad commentary instead of professional wrestling. This is inconceivable doing the attitude there with Austin Rock, Show, Angle, Kane, Taker, Triple H, Mick Foley. Yeah. There you go. I swear, I used to get criticized, especially over in WCW, of, you know, what, what, why did you flip the title so much? I flipped the title so much, bro, because there were 10 guys who believably could have won it on Mm. any given week. That's Mm. why, bro, when you got Nash and you got Page and you got Scott Hall and you got Goldberg, anytime there's a title match, bro, that title can flip. It's when they don't have any competition that you're going to hold on to that belt forever. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan. Of, I mean, I, I love. I'm I'm old school when it comes to Hogan. Hogan had the belt for four years. You know what I mean? But he had a competition. He had a good heels. But I, I think you know, to your point, it makes sense. But even to you know, me being an advocate of like long title reigns, when you have competition, that makes the title holder look better if they can hold the belt during competition and having good characters in opposition. But if everybody, if everybody looks lower than them, that doesn't make the champion look better if no one is to their level. Right. And that's what we've seen with Roman Reigns' run for the most part. I mean, you had like Edge and Goldberg and even, you know, I'm a big Goldberg fan, but even Goldberg nowadays isn't, you know, to his level, you had Kevin Owens and, you know, uh, Jey Uso and Cesaro for a moment. It's like, who out of all those people are on the level of Roman Reigns that's that's believable to take the title from him? And no one. So he's going to keep the title for another three years if he wants to yeah. until they build someone on that Reigns' level. So yeah. that's yeah. unfortunately, that's a... That's a bad sign for the WWE, which is the reason why they got to keep bringing the legends back. Yep. Let them know about the brand or the channel attitude, my man. Yeah, guys, check it out. Channelattitude.com. We got a ton of shows on there, bro, with many different personalities. Check it out. Channelattitude.com. Yes, indeed. This guy right here, 
Vince Russo. I am Dr. Chris Featherstone. This is Legion of Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.